0: Nourish your inner power with alcohol-free, organic sparkling teas and botanicals made with ethically sourced, regeneratively-grown ingredients. That's right, DrinkSarilla.com. That's drink, S-A-R-I-L-L-A dot And you can check out their variety of flavors, from sparkling organic green hibiscus tea, to sparkling organic white ginger tea, they have sparkling organic apple black tea, sparkling organic lemon black tea, tossy lime sparkling botanical, and rhubarb vanilla sparkling botanical as well. That's six different flavors to serve. Or you can check them out online and get the Cerrilla Starter Pack sampler gift. DrinkCirrilla.com. Try it today. to the Bullish Picks podcast. All information herein is for information purposes only. Nothing heard on this podcast is considered financial advice. Bullish Picks cannot and does not assess, verify, or guarantee the adequacy, accuracy, or completeness of any information heard on this show. The hero bears responsibility for her or his own investment research and decisions. Day family, you are tapped into the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 grand Ken Blanks Harrell, right here, streaming on your favorite podcast and platform where we give you everything you need from Main Street to Wall Street so that you can navigate these choppy waters. You got stock market questions, I've got stock market answers. Tap in, catch me on IG at Ask Blanks. And number 14 is Restaurant Brands International, Inc. Uh, ticker symbol is QSR. They're also on the New York Stock Exchange. QSR, their ticker, the number of hedge fund holders for Restaurant Brands International Inc. is 22. 22 of the big companies, the big wigs are in there. says here, QSR is a multinational fast food holding company that owns some of the most famous fast food chains, such as Burger King, Tim Hortons, and Popeyes. Restaurant Brands International Inc. ticker NYSC is QSR is recovering from the detrimental effects of the pandemic as the company opened nearly 378 new restaurants in the first half of 2021. RBC Capital sees a potential development in all three brands of the company as the unit growth returns to the pre-pandemic levels. In August, the firm lifted its price target on the restaurant brand into. Uh, eighty dollars and kept the outperform rating. It says that uh, the price of the stock has soared by seventeen and a half percent in the past year. Um, it says here, um, as of the end of the year, twenty-two hedge funds tracked by Insider Monkey have positions in Restaurants brand Inc. worth over two billion dollars. Over two billion dollars. Um, <clears throat> it says here on this list, uh, like Mastercard, Johnson and Johnson, Walt Disney, Target, Caterpillar, Airbnb, and Chipotle. Uh, Restaurant Brands Inc. is one of the best reopening stocks you can buy now. Wow, that's their sentiment, and it goes on and on and on. Um, let's look. Let's do what we're gonna do. Right, we're gonna go ahead and plug QSR into our Yahoo Finance app. And we're going to take a peek see what they're talking about. Currently trading at $60.22 a share. We're going to look at its 52-week range. Um 52-week low uh $53.47, 52-week high $71.12. So it is currently trading uh roughly 7 points above the floor, right 7 steps above the floor and 11 steps below the ceiling. Um so this one doesn't have a very broad trading range uh roughly 18 stairs on this staircase and is currently on the seventh stair of 18. The capitalization here the company's worth 27 billion dollars it has a PE ratio of 22. um you know i like to see in between 10 and 30. a beta beta of only point 1.09 so this is a, a stock that pretty much moves in line with the direction of the uh, overall index the current dividend is $2.16 per share which represents a $3.61 percent 3.61 uh, percent yield right so $2.16 per share with a 3.61 percent yield earnings coming up at the time of this uh, show April the third and when we look in the description Uh, Restaurant Brands, Inc. is in the consumer cyclical sector under the restaurants industry, and they have 5,700 full-time employees. Um, Not only do they have, uh, does they operate through the Tim Hortons, Burger King, and Popeye's uh, brands, they also have firehouse subs in their portfolio. Um, As of February 15, 2022, the company had approximately 29,000 restaurants in 100 companies. I'm sorry, in 100 countries, 29,000 restaurants in 100 countries. And it was founded in 1954 and is headquartered in Toronto, Canada. All right, so they've been around since 1954, and they have a footprint in 100 countries. That is phenomenal. Let's see when we look under the hood because so far so good. we walked around the vehicle. Let's go to the statistics tab, Yahoo Finance, for those of you following along. Um, Let's see, first four key uh, ratios, the gross profit margin is a 14.5%, operating margin 33.5%, return on assets 5.25%, and return on equity 33%, all solid. Three of the four key ratios are all double digits, and two of them are in the 30s, so that is, I like that so far, so good. Revenue for the trail in 12 months, 5.74 billion. Quarterly revenue growth year-over-year is up just shy of 14% to the good. EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization is just over $2 billion. And quarterly earnings growth year-over-year is up a phenomenal 96.7%. As far as the balance sheet, total cash for the most recent quarter, just over $1 billion in their war chest relative to a total debt load for the most recent quarter. Uh, just shy of fifteen billion dollars of debt fourteen point seven eight billion to be exact um they're leveraged with operating free cash flow of one point seven three billion um so um they have they, you know it's it's kind of tight it's tighter margins in food, but think about their brands, none of their brands are gonna go out of business anytime soon if at all. I don't know about so much about the firehouse subs I haven't really checked them out so much, but we know that uh Popeyes and uh, Tim Hortons, as well as Burger King, have fan bases. Some of them may have cult-like followings, and some people have been patronizing them for generations. So I still think they'll be here for more generations to come. And in the proven system of of success, successful companies, uh, the stories like that, I would not be shocked to see Firehouse Subs be successful as well. So. I like this one. Uh, I think it's solid. And uh currently trading 60 bucks a share, you can probably still get it undervalued. Um let's look at the five-year graph. It's been as high as $79.46 in the last five years. And that looked like that took place sometime in 2019. And then all time, yep, that is their all-time. So $79.46. So when you look at it from an all-time perspective, it's not eleven, is not eleven steps to go. You know, is, is 19 steps to go. But it does not mean that a company will ever achieve a all-time high nor a 52-week high. So um it's just something to look at as a, as a point of reference, right? If you know how high it's been, you know how low it's been. But it doesn't mean it'll ever test a high or a low, that low ever again. But uh, that was QSR. So that was number 14 on the list. Looking good. Want to keep the show rolling? But before we do, I want to take a quick break, take a quick break to thank the people who helped make this happen. So stick with us. You're tuned in to the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, Hunter Grand, Ken blank And We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by CRC Financial. The great people over at CRC Financial call them today and ask for a complimentary review of your current insurance, 401k or annuity. At 313 268 7205. That's 313 268 7205. Ask for Carla Wilson over at CRC Financial. Or for more information, visit CRCFinancialLLC.com. You know, a lot of people have been asking me, Ken, can we get a one on one session with you? Absolutely. Not only can you get a one on one session, you can even do private group sessions. Give us a call 313-744-3489. Private stock market workshops, webinars, 1-on-1 sessions, private group sessions, speaking and giving workshops whatever you need. We have we cover savings, banking, investing, real estate, credit, lending, taxes, insurance and more. Give us a call Bullish Institute 313 313- That's 313-744-3489. All right, and we're back. You tapped in to the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Kim Blank Sorrell, and we are counting down the top 15 reopening plays, the top 15 reopening plays. This is an article originally published on Insider Monkey and then reshared on the Yahoo Finance and of course we use the Yahoo Finance app to do a lot of our initial research and due diligence on these publicly traded companies. We're going to pick up where we left off. Uh, we were talking about quick service uh, restaurant, QSR, Restaurant Brands International. Um, if you have any commentary about QSR, put it in the comments, post it, share it, let me know what you think. Um, I'm on IG as well. You can follow me at Ask Blanks, like asking a question, and I fill in the blanks. Um, You got questions, we got answers, um, Ask Blanks on IG, and let us know. We're open also to any ideas, thoughts you may have about potential topics, tickers, guests, you name it, we're available for you. So if you got any uh, feedback on any of these tickers, let us know. We're going to keep the show rolling, and uh, we're going to go to number 13 on this list, and that is Realty Income Corporation, and Realty Income Corporation's ticker symbol is O, just straight up O, and the number of hedge fund holders is 23, and it says in the article that Realty Income Corporation, which is traded on the New York Stock Exchange, is a real estate investment trust, or REIT, that uh, is an acronym spelled R-E-I-T, the real estate investment trust, that invests in single-tenant commercial properties. The company's portfolio has over 6,761 properties in over 50 states in the United States as well as in the U.K. In uh, Q2 of last year, uh, their last fiscal year, uh, Realty Income Corp reported revenue of $464 million compared with $414 million during the same period in the prior year. According to analysts, the company will be benefiting from the reopening of theaters as it is fully reserved for receivable balances for 37 theater properties. Moreover, the theater industry also accounted for 5.4% of the company's rental revenue. Realty Income Corporation pays dividends monthly to the shareholders and has been raising dividends for the past 95 quarters. Wow! They pay dividends every month to their shareholders, and has been raising the dividends for the past 95 quarters. That is something that is extremely noteworthy. Mr. Producer, can we sound the alarm on that uh, dividend consistency, please? All right. All right. We love to get the free money. The dividends are the free money. The dividends are the icing on the cake because you know how the game is. You buy low, you sell high. So the cake is appreciation. And dividends are the icing on the cake. And we like icing on our cake. So this being said, uh uh Mizo uh, uh upgraded realty income to a buy with the $77 uh price target. And in two, the year 2021, it had climbed uh just shot 21%. So we want to see what it's gonna do this year. Very curious to see. And so, it uh, says as of at the end of the year, 23 hedge funds have positions in Realty Income Corporation, which is up from 18 in the previous quarter. So what we're going to do, 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 is take a look under the hood. And we're going to just put the letter O into our search bar and see what pulls up. We have O right here, Realty Income Corp. And currently trading at $74.12 at the time of this podcast. And it has a 52-week range of $62.50 on the low and $74.27 on the high. So what does this mean? This means that there's 12 stairs on this staircase. And it is at the 12th stair. It is already there. So it is at the peak of the 52-week range. It is literally... Uh, 15 cent below its year high alright and the game is not to buy high and sell low the game is to buy low and sell high so I'm automatically gonna look and see what the five year high is as well as the all-time high so five year I see it has been as high as $82 and 29 cents and that happened this looked like this happened in 22 right before right before COVID uh hit the scene this company was at 89 82 and 29 cents so it was another eight eight point eight staircases eight stairs up here if i go to the maximum all time yes 82.29 is the highest that this company has ever been in the history of ever so um just know that right now if you're looking at it from an all-time high standpoint it's uh you know, there's only eight more steps to go. If you look at it from a 52-week range standpoint, you're already at the top there. The Bullish Picks podcast would like to thank Mr. Coleman Austin with Legal Shield. He can be reached at 313-218-1527. That's 313-218-1527. Big thanks to Mr. Coleman Austin, one of our top sponsors with Legal Shield. Uh has a market capitalization of $44 billion, a PE ratio of 85, um, kind of high multiplier, but beta, monthly beta is only a 0.8. So this company be, basically falls in line, a slight lag, but not too much of in line with the uh, overall index does. They pay $2.96 per share in dividend, which represents a yield of 4.05%. So you will find higher dividends. You can get into the fours, five. I've even seen eights and tw- I've seen higher dividends. You can get into high dividends if that's your game when you deal with real estate investment trusts. That is a good place to look for uh, solid dividends. But you want to make sure that the payout ratio is always low when you do dividend plays because the dividend is stressing the company out, that's the like first thing to go. They're going to cut that thing. Because they don't owe us dividends. Those are not guarantees. Dividends are merely promises. They declare dividends. But that don't mean that the dividends are delivered. right? They're they're promises. And sometimes companies, especially in stressful economic times, those promises become empty promises. They can lower the dividend, cut the dividends, suspend the dividend. There's a lot of things that the companies can do to preserve their capital. So you want to ensure that. The company, if it, if you're doing, you know, a dividend play, that they got enough, you know, money and they're financially healthy enough that they can afford to share all that extra money with us, the shareholders, versus reinvesting it into the growth expansion of the company. So we're going to keep flowing. Uh looks like their earnings date is coming up uh, May 4th. And we're going to scroll down. It says that they're in the real estate sector. Of course, they're REIT, retail REIT. Um, they have 367 employees. It is an S&P 500 company. Uh, it talked about the cash flow. It says um, the company is structured as a REIT, and its monthly dividends are supported by the cash flow from over 6,500 retail. I mean, it's be real estate properties owned under long-term lease agreements with our commercial clients. To date, the company has declared 608 common stock monthly dividends throughout its 52-year operating history and increased the dividend 109 times since realty's income's public listing in 1994. The company is a member of the S&P 500 dividend aristocrats index. Additional information about the company can be obtained from the corporate website at realtyincome.com. If you are a dividend player, listen to some of these, uh, achievements, right? These milestones they've accomplished. They've been operating for 52 years. First of all, this is a publicly traded company that's been in existence for fifty two years. There's some of us who are um listening to this podcast. There's some of these of us who are speaking on this podcast that are not fifty two years old so that is um, a mighty long time to be successful in growing a publicly traded company. They have declared six hundred and eight consecutive monthly common stock dividends so every every basically every month. And they have increased it a hundred and nine times, a hundred and nine times. Wow, that is extremely impressive. So, um, I'm a that's just wa- walking around this vehicle. Let's look under the hood. I like, I like this car. I like this vehicle, even though the price tag seems high, right? Is it the floor The is is this is retail price? You're paying for the stock though. So you get is you're doing a dividend play, but the stock you're paying retail, maybe some more upswing potential on the rebounds, boom, boom boom I don't know. We gotta look under the hood as well. But sometimes the juice is worth the squeeze. We just gotta see. So they have a gross profit margin of uh seventeen and a quarter percent. Uh O has a operating margin of uh just shy of forty six percent, which is huge. Their return on assets is uh of 1.87%, and their return on equity is only 2%. So their their, uh, ROA and ROE are are positive, but they're slightly underwhelming from a percentage standpoint. But of the four key ratios, two of them are are double digits, all four are positive, and that operating margin is a whopping 45.79%, which is huge. Um, Income statement, revenue for the trail in 12 months is just over $2 billion, uh, representing quarterly revenue growth year-over-year of 65%. EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization is $1.91 billion. Um, and they have quarterly earnings growth year-over-year is down a negative 96.6%. Ouch. I go to look at the balance sheet. Now look at the total cash. Reported for the most recent quarter in their business checking account, they have 258, just over $258 million in cash on hand relative to total debt of $16 billion. But we know that most of the debt, pretty much all of it, well, at least 90% of the debt on their books or more is real estate related uh, debt. So we know that someone's servicing that debt um, and it's their tenants. So we're going to look at also they have operating cash flow 1.32 billion. So they can pay their bills, right? They can pay their bills and use other other people's money to do it. Secure business model. So from a dividend standpoint, you get the highest yield, slightly higher. Um, we saw some threes uh, percent earlier, but you know uh, the, the the stability. I think that the stability of their dividend is is phenomenal and they're on the prestigious dividend aristocrats list and if i'm not mistaken you have to be uh of a certain i believe you have to be have 25 years or more of consecutive dividend increases in order to be on that prestigious list so you don't you don't just get that on the strength all right from being just anybody so we're going to uh keep moving we're gonna keep moving and go. Stop in at Black and White Look Optical, offering quality and affordable eye care and designer frames for the entire family. One pair for $39 or two pair for 60 Spice your look with a new set of specs, whether you need them or not. Serving in three convenient locations in Metro Detroit. Call 248 557 That's 248 248- 557-6444 5, 5, 4, 4, 4. black and white look optical stop in today to the next ticker on our list of the 15 best reopening stocks to buy in now via insider monkey and also syndicated on yahoo finance and so we are at number 12 number 12 before i uh, go to number 12 if you have Any questions, comments, or feedback about Realty Income Corporation, please don't hesitate to post it, comment, share. And if you're getting some some value out of the Bullish Picks podcast and you like what you hear, please tell a friend, text a friend, tweet a friend. Use telepathy. Have them tap in. Um, We're here. Anything that you got on your mind you want to share, let us know. Follow us on IG. Hit me up. Ask Blanks. A-S-K-B-L-A-N-K-S and we'll keep it and we'll keep it moving. Great meals start with Mount Sinai Olive Oil. Mount Sinai Olive Oil is first cold pressed with no added preservatives, which gives it a rich and delicious flavor. No matter what's for dinner, Mount Sinai Olive Oil is here with the delicious pure oil to pair it with. Shop online at Mount Sinai Olive